back in. Throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Maverick Sports. I am Danny Williams. Got my guy Alex Becker in today for the podcast. Alex, how are you, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Happy Thursday. You too, buddy. We just got done with the radio show at Mile High Sports. Uh, radio 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. You can check uh, that every single day, uh, 10 to noon Mountain Time here in Denver. You can watch us at milehighsports.com, uh, a, a gigantic website, one of the biggest in like the region and in the West Coast. Um, a, a, a banger, a monster, a giant of a website. But shout out to Maverick Sports, our friends at the Maverick Sports app. Um, if you're shopping lines, if you're a line shopper, go check these guys out because they're the best. Uh, if you're trying to lock in your games early to take advantage of a little bit of that juice, I totally understand it. I get it. Uh, on top of that, Mav Sports, Maverick Sports is going to match up to two. I'm sorry, three hundred dollars on your initial deposit. So uh, take advantage of it, make the most of it, and turn that initial deposit just into your principal and use all your profit uh, the rest of the season. Cash a little out along the way, and um, that's what it's about. We we really appreciate Maverick Sports. The Maverick Sports app is a beautiful thing, easy to navigate, easy to use. It's evolving. Uh, they're getting better. We're getting better. Um, the Broncos are getting better, Alex. Okay, so I'm ready to stop dwelling, and I don't want to talk about the Seahawks anymore. I'm ready to talk about the Texans. I'm ready to move forward. Um, I think right now it's really hard to get the bad taste in your mouth of coulda, shoulda, woulda. We let that one slip away. We know, we see what the Chiefs and the Chargers are doing. We know the competition within this division. And we know that 10 wins in a 17-game schedule might not be enough to get you into the playoffs. So it was just kind of very simple for me. We looked at the um, schedule today, okay? And I'll tell you, man, a lot of times you look at the schedule uh, at least out in um, from one year to the next, teams change. Circumstances change. And while you're looking at like, oh, man, look at these cupcakes. Boom, boom, boom. Win, 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 win. Sometimes um, things change. Your fortunes change. It's the, it, 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 the NFL is so beautiful at um, having uh, a couple, few teams every single year go from last to first. And then, you know, and everything in between. Dan Reeves used to say, Alex, that if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. You'll never stay the same as a football team. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. So um, I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to uh, beat the Texans. But then I'm ready to beat the 49ers, who I had on the schedule as a loss. So we go take care of the 49ers here in a couple weeks. And again, I can't just jump over the Texans and act like uh, it's a win. We got to go play the game. I believe the Broncos spanked the Texans, and I think they have to gear up for the 49ers, which if they can win that game, it essentially kind of erases the Seahawks' win for uh, loss to me. Absolutely, yeah. 10-point favorites they open up against the Texans there on Sunday. Uh, big loss, though, yesterday. Justin Simmons going down. He'll be out uh, at least four weeks there with the quad injury. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, is there a more important player on the defense to lose other than Justin Simmons? Um, Yeah, there is. He is your leader, okay? he um, He's the guy who, post-game, and it's been a lot of losses over the years, the media comes and crowds around Justin Simmons because he's always going to be honest with you. He's a straight shooter. He's going to keep it straight with you. He's going to be, um, you know, a truth teller for better or for worse. That stuff's kind of powerful. That used to be Chris Harris and Aqib Tlaib. 
where everyone goes and crowds around those guys, and you kind of get Vaughn afterwards, and you start to talk to some of the offensive guys. Those are the most important guys in your team, your vocal leaders. These are the guys who you want answers from post-game or you want to hear from um, after a big win. Or you know, uh, So in that sense, it is a big loss, but he he's a safety there's a certain value that comes along with that position, whatever you may think of it or not. A lot of people think of it as not maybe the least valuable position um, on the football field. But he's an incredible guy. He's a, a, a great leader, uh, a captain well-deserved. But I think um, for the four games that up to four games that he could miss, hopefully it's just two. I think Caden Stearns is going to come in and do a really good job and uh, fill the void. If he was out for the season, that's a bigger problem. If he's out for half the season, that's a bigger problem because he's one of the guys that we call pillars. I call them pillars because the pillars are holding the whole, you know, I have 10 pillars, eight pillars, and those, that's the foundation. They're holding the whole house up, the whole building up. And if you knock one of those things down, the building will still, you know, hold up. That's Tim Patrick. You knock another one down, eh, you might want to, you know, start to worry a little bit there might be some concern there you can knock a third one of those down like a third one of your top kind of 10 players and then the building starts to kind of come crashing down because that's how important your best players are for four games for three games for two games whatever it might be the broncos will survive and knock on wood i love tim patrick and i know that was a devastating loss but so far so good in terms of health Overall health, the Bradley Chubb stuff, the Ronald Darby stuff, the guys who are even kind of notoriously nicked and dinged up have been not only healthy, but Bradley Chubb was great in week one. He has to be great again in week two. So uh, most important player on the defense, Justin Simmons, uh, if you want to do a big picture kind of uh, look at it in, in a leadership role and a vocal, you know, like uh, over a... Uh, the full amount of a 17-game NFL schedule, then maybe he is your most important. But for four weeks, uh, you need Bradley Chubb to uh, and the defensive line to continue to uh, wreck um, offensive lines, um, uh, create havoc, and then the secondary will be helped out and bailed out a little bit by teams forcing bad throws, um, uh, pressure throws, because our um, pass rush is 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 potent and that's how you kind of make up for a loss like that so it's a big loss but it's only a big loss for a little while and pretty crazy here Simmons he's been remarkably durable yeah he's he's played 66 consecutive games since the start of 2018 he's only missed a total of six snaps that's Iron Man kind of stuff there for real you know what I mean that's um in a in a league where you can just have one little groiny thing or hyperextension or whatever it might a finger or a toe whatever to sit you for a week or two Justin Simmons is always out there playing a very physical position so yeah tough loss um I, but they, they bounce back, they'll be okay. And Caden Stearns um, has, when given opportunities, risen to the challenge. Yeah, really liked what I, we've seen from him. We've heard about him since they took him in the fifth round last year. Totally. He's kind of emulated Justin Simmons from his practice habits to what he does on the field. And, I mean, every time he's gotten a chance in game time, he's produced. Well, I and, think he's a beautiful role player in his job. We'll mm-hmm. see if, he can, if he's more than that. We will see if he's more than that. That's, yeah. you know, we'll get, he'll get an opportunity. Um, and then we have, you know, what, Kareem Jackson, who 
probably won't be with the team next year. We'll have, you know, that's that you want, that's that you're trying to create this depth because again, it's it, it, the, the winning will come in layers here with the Broncos. Uh, you, the real quarterback in Russell Wilson covers a lot of like your warts and your, your holes and what you're missing. And you can be competitive and you can win. You can go win. You can be a playoff team like that, but to win at the next highest level, most highest of levels could be for a championship. There's a whole depth thing that comes into play. Like the bills. We saw the depth where uh, the bills compared to the Broncos, at least in that preseason season game was just kind of night and day kind of stuff so that will come over time but also uh, how that's created is by uh, guys like Caden Stearns who you think are just guys or role players or backups becoming um good players starters and sometimes even stars so it's just another opportunity for another guy who we've heard a lot about and we like to come in and, and do a really good job and get some experience maybe some experience that might be needed uh, later on in the season that's kind of the way I look at it so um, you can't really get touches and opportunities until the other guys off of the field when the other guys off the field again the circumstances probably this guy's injured whatever it might be so um, it's like a give and take it's a give and take and that's part of like the journey of going through 16 or 17 games, which, man, it, it's it, it's wild. It's it, it comes and goes so quick. The NFL season comes and goes so quick. Boom. But also, man, like, it's what happens on a Sunday-to-Sunday basis. You almost could, for a whole month, break it down. You could have one game a month for just 12 games in the year. That's how, like, important and uh, meaningful and, and valuable the opportunity of just each game is. So while that loss to the Seahawks – Sucked, like some coach Hackett said. Yeah, it sucked. You know, it's like, what do you want me to say? It sucked. Uh, what we wanted you to say is, well, would you go back and do it different? I wish I would have put the ball in Russell's hands. Yeah, again, that's what we want you to kind of say. Whether you did say that or not the other day, he's being clowned nationally. Um, and the only way that that's going to change is for uh, him to go steal a win somewhere else. Okay, we talked about that just for a second of the podcast yesterday. How does that happen? Um, freezing a kicker. Um, dramatic play call like Mike McDaniel on fourth and seven. Jalen Waddle goes for 22 yards, one of the biggest plays of the game. Coach Hackett's going to have to, you know, on his own, on his shoulders, on his, make a dramatic decision that will win a game for them. And hopefully, a dramatic decision that won't lose a game for them again because then... That becomes a little bit of who you are, a freaking loser, making bad decisions, right. emotional, not cut out for the job, not mature enough for the job, only a coordinator, not a head coach, all that kind of stuff. Russell will help him with that kind of stuff, but Russell could have helped him too the other day, and yeah. he chose to not go with Russell. So you have, again, it's like this sounds so – now I'm sick of hearing it. You have Russell here for a reason, let him cook. But it's just that simple. If I'm going to um, – uh, I don't know, man. If I'm going to go down, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to do it because of my best player. Not because I um, copped out, got scared, tried to overthink it. And um, that's it. I want my best player winning or losing my the game for me. I don't want um, – uh, let's see here. I don't want – Aaron Gordon shooting a game-winning three for me. Okay? I 
I want Jokic creating, finding a way to go get a, ba- a bucket and an and one and a finish or trying to tie the game with himself in the paint. Or I want Jamal Murray or theoretically Michael Porter Jr. to hit one of the, or, you know, uh, Caldwell Pope, um, who is one of the, you know, real good three point shooters in the league. I don't, it, it, that, that's what you want. That's how you want to go down with your best guys doing, um, their best jobs at their, you know, in, in the best position that they're in to, to go out there and succeed. So I'm not over it. I don't think I get over it, at least not right now. I can get over it if the Broncos are uh, four and two, five and two. Um, you had a couple dudes. Um, I heard Broncos win the next five. I heard Broncos win the next seven. Jeez. Yeah. Seven and one start. I mean, that'd be, I'll take it. it'd be, it'd be wild, but again, I'm a comps guy. I'm a historian of the game. I look back at moments and other um, comparable moments in you know the history of sport to to again compare the situation that we're in to um, project. And you can't really go any further than the 2012 Broncos because man, Peyton is Peyton, and it's weird. There's it's got to balance out. So Russ has got a lot more right now left than Peyton had then. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if this is going to happen a little sooner, it's because he's a little more ripe. But also if it happens just the same and they struggle for the first five games, three and two, two and three, the Broncos, just like the two and three 2012 Broncos, it'll be because these things just take time. And it'll be because it's going to take time for them to kind of put it all together and come together. But what I'm hoping for is that Russ is special enough. And this team is further along enough than maybe the rest of the cast of 2012 that they can go have a bunch of success early right away and put this thing. Because, you know, maybe uh, the grind of what the NFL was back then 10 years ago, the practices and the preparation and the four preseason games and playing your quarterback uh, a little bit in the first one, a quarter in the second one, a half in the third one, created something, a different environment of football back then. Um, nowadays, I think with a lot of teams going with the style of the Broncos ha- handled their training camp and their preseason, um, I don't know if any other teams are that much further ahead than the Broncos. Yeah, that's okay? true. So that gives me hope that maybe they just can freaking do this and just start winning a bunch of games right now. Um, the last five games of the season, it's, it's where it gets, uh, you're, it's where you're challenged. Um, pull it up for us. The first, uh, I guess we'll go through the schedule real quick, okay? Shout out Total Beverage real quick. Total Beverage, two locations. Go look them up, totalbev.com. They, uh, they're they not just a liquor store, man. They're, it's like the, the, the events they have, the, the, the sales that they put on, um, the delivery service that they provide, they're different, um, and that's why they're historically one of the best in the game here. That's why they have two gigantic stores that serve two, uh, you know, giant areas of town, um, and they're people's go-tos. TotalBev.com, go check them out, even if you want some drink recipes. I mean, TotalBev is, they're the best. They're really, really good. Uh, Alex, I'm giving you $25 gift card to Total Bev. What do you do with that $25 at Total Beverage? What are you going to do with it? Oh, man, probably be uh, buy my favorite 12-pack of beer. Okay. Two of them? Probably two there. Okay. Yeah, a $25 okay. gift card. Yeah, me too. I'm, I, here's what I'm thinking. I might go with a bottle of some Cuervo and some mix and do some margaritas. There you go. Uh, I might do a 12-pack of beer, 12-pack of... 
uh, White Claws or some High Noons, something like that. I, mean, I don't Nooners. know. Yeah, 25 by now. Uh, 25 bucks will go a long way at uh, Total Bev, so go check those guys out. All right, we got the schedule? I got the schedule pulled up. Let's start from um, next week, the Texans. Okay, we got the Texans next week. We're not going to necessarily pick it, but let's just, again, hear us kind of, cl- you know, clearly and carefully right now because it just feels like the Broncos have such an opportunity to go on an incredible run and that's despite win or loss to the 49ers after this week week three so okay let's do this they beat the Texans they lose a nail biter to the 49ers Mm, one and two okay then what then I think that they they rebound and they win a close one there in Vegas okay, you against got the Raiders. Oakland, I think you beat Oakland as well. I think you got the better quarterback, and that'll be a factor in that game. You're two and two. Keep going. Indianapolis on a short week Thursday night football. Uh, not a believer in them. Matt Ryan, a little more washed than we thought. Um, they won't go port, put a ton of points on you. Um, it'll be Russell's uh, job to f- first one of 27 points wins that game that day. Broncos win. I think they win a close one there too. Um, it gets a little tougher, though, next week. They have a Monday nighter against the Chargers on the road. Okay. Um, that's at the Chargers. Yep, but they do have a lot of extra rest going into that game. 11 um, days. I'll say we beat the Chargers later in the season here, lose that game. Let's just go with this. Say they're 3-3 three and three at that point. Three you could say they're 4-2. and two. You can be you know, whatever you want. That's fine. I'm just giving a little hypothetical of, of what could be in. Uh, let's look at it through the, that lens because we're 3-3 three and three at that point. Yep. Um, go back to our 2012 comp. Um, that team was two and four. I'm sorry, two, two and, and three. three, two and three, and then they win 11 straight. So after the three and three, um, where do we go from there? So then they got the Jets at home Sunday afternoon. Big win. Big, yeah, blowout win. I would say after a, a slate of tough games, and then that they, I think the next week is the game in England at Wembley Stadium. A win the for the Broncos across the pond. So that puts them at five and three. Okay. And then they're at Tennessee. They come back, or they get a bye week, and then they go to Tennessee after that. Interesting. That'll be a, um, a marquee game at that point in the season uh, of the season to help you know dictate and clarify what's going to happen moving forward in the AFC um, playoff race. Mm-hmm. So that's at the Texans, at Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I'm sorry at the uh, at the Titans, um, and we're four and three. Five and three at this point. We're five and three. Okay. Just beat the Jets and you just beat Jacksonville. Um, let's say the Titans aren't as good as the last couple years. What happened with them yesterday was a sign of things to come, and the Broncos win that game that day. Okay. Broncos win that game that day. Okay. So that's three in a row. Okay. Two two tough wins there in a row. And they're six and three at that point. Six and three. Okay. So they come back home. They have the Vegas Raiders for the second time. Uh, we Sunday get the win afternoon. that time. Okay. So four in a row there. Okay. And then they travel back out east and play the Carolina Panthers. They're, that's a win. They're eight and three at that point. Okay, and they're rolling. Now and they're, they're rolling. rolling at that point. Okay. And now this is the point where the schedule gets particularly tough. At that point, people are saying they put it together. Are they well, the best team in the AFC? All that kind of stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's the discussion people would be having at that point if they're eight and three. Keep going. At Baltimore. Uh, eight and four. Eight and four, yeah. So they come back home after the loss. Yeah. Kansas City on a Sunday night at home. Here. Here in Denver. Broncos win that game. It's Finally a, beat the Chiefs. It's so emotional for them. Um, it helps set them up in the division um, along the way to have a chance to win the division down the stretch, I believe. And that one will just mean a lot. Um, and then you're 9-4. and 9-4, and four. okay, in good position. 
Uh, Arizona Cardinals come into town next week. Uh, in Denver. In Denver. 10 and 4, because um, if you're thinking, well, I'm giving them a little bit and getting a little bit too confident or greedy, I see some losses coming after that. So say they win that game, they're 10 and 4. Okay, then what 10 and got? 4. Then a Christmas Day game at the Rams. At the a, Rams. a loss. I think that's a loss, too. A loss. Okay. They're 10 and 5. So 10 and 5. Now they have to go to go to Kansas City on New Year's Day. Yeah. Arrowhead. Uh, cold weather. Probably a loss. Probably a loss. Yeah. I'd say two t- two really tough games in a row right there with the Rams and the Chiefs. I agree, but uh, that one might be for the division. That one could be to get into the playoffs. That one could mean a lot. Also, again, it's hard to say because, say, the Chiefs have ran away with the division. Mm-hmm. They won't play their starters in that final game. That's the second-to-last game. Oh. Remember, 17 games now. Everything's different. Ah, so, so if they lose to Kansas City, they'd be 10-6, and six, according ah. to us. And then they have the Chargers again, finally, after not playing them for three months, to finish the season at home. That's the 11th win? And that would be the 11th win. That See, would, 11 and 6 is 11 not, and 6. Six losses. That's a lot of losses in a sense of, you know, to a good, you know, from a good team. But winning 11 games is very, very hard, too. Sounds very, very hard to put together and, and do. See, there might have been one or two games there where I got a little greedy with. And that might be the 11th win instead of a 10th win. And if we were going to have that 11th win, it might have had to come from the Seahawks. Yeah. So if I chop one of those, whether it be maybe the Tennessee game, that's what I. That's, it was the only that's one the that first I felt. Thing I thought of. It was the only one I felt like maybe I was again, but it, for, they're going to win a game or two that maybe we didn't see coming. Yeah. And any of the losses, I think we would see coming, because if there's going to be a loss, it'd be one loss to the Chargers, one loss to the Raiders. Um. I don't see the Cardinals beating the Broncos, and we do have the Rams beating the Broncos. So, you know, I'm trying to be kind of um, simply realistic. I'm trying to be realistic with my expectations with this season. In a best-case situation, a really best-case situation, I think uh, 12 games, I mean, five losses on that slate, four more losses on that, you know, that'd be... Hitting every green light, really just breaking out, a lot of bounces going your way, winning a lot of close games, like winning all the close games. I think the Broncos go probably 10 and 7. I think 10 wins is a lot more realistic than 11 at this point, after dropping the opener. And in our little what we did here, I had that a loss to the 49ers. I had them 1 and 2, okay, and then 2 and 2, right? Yeah. And then... Three and, two, three and two, and then three and three. Yep. That so I wasn't like having them win all these games like some guys are saying. We had again Merrill last said seven straight. I don't know who it was. It might have been Jeff who said Gersh who said they win the next five straight. Uh, who was it? Um, so trying to keep it real, trying to kind of keep it real. Um, this Texans matchup this weekend is going to be um, a display of all the you know, great things this offense is now and can be with Russell Wilson. And then the next week against the 49ers will be the first real true test because it'll be, again, we, there's a relationship between us and that franchise there. Definitely. You know, um, but also it'll be just about real football. It'll be about two teams um, trying to win a big game. It's not going to be about all the emotion that carried, um, you know, that, that, you know, hurt the Broncos or, 
you know, helped them in the Seahawks game, which I really believe kind of hurt them because you had every other player on the Seahawks roster, every Seahawks coach, every Seahawks fan all trying to beat Russ because they felt Russ burned them. Yeah. And we should have looked at it like that. That was enough. And it was so overwhelming. It was enough to beat the Broncos. Whereas, again, Russ's teammates and all that are great teammates. They love him, all that kind of stuff. They got us back, and we got us back too. But not at the level of the vitriol that that city and franchise had for Russ. That was a football god kind of stuff I talked about yesterday. That, um, you know, it was a football god stuff yesterday that I kind of talked about that um, made me think uh, – that the Broncos just kind of didn't maybe deserve it. Yeah. And, but not deserve it because that's like, well, what did they do to not deserve it? Well, Russ bailed on them. How would we feel if L.A. or someone bailed on us like that? We would want that win so bad, feel like we deserved it, and feel like the football gods would have had to give it to us, and I think that kind of came into play. But now now we're on an even playing field. It ain't show friends. It's show business, mm-hmm. and um, that's it. I mean, that's it. That's really it. Um, and that's kind of it for the podcast, too. Any kind of final thoughts you got for us? Oh, uh, no. I just think the, the fans will start to get off Hackett's back a little bit with a blowout, with a 10-point or more victory this Sunday against Houston. We won't have your prediction here tomorrow on the podcast, but we'll have it on the show. So give yeah. us your prediction, and then give me, like, uh, any time touchdown score in the game. Give me just a little bit quick uh, reca- um, you know, view of what you think this game's going to look like. Okay, I'm going to go 27-21 Broncos over Texans. I think they start to get rolling a little bit in the second half on offense, pass Passing game opens up. Russ is uh, throwing darts all over the place. Anytime touchdown, I think I'm going to go with Cortland. He didn't get in the end zone last week. I like that. Uh, I think he's going to get a – if they get in the red zone, they might give him a fade. A couple more targets down there. So, I like like 27-21 Broncos, Sutton Sutton to score. I like uh, Sutton catching one. uh, You know, uh, Denver, you know, second and four from, you know, their 30 – Russ, you know, puts one up and Cortland catches a 32-yard touchdown pass down the sideline, you know, um, streaking into the end zone, something like that. I could see that totally happening. Um, okay, that's been the Broncos Blitz Podcast. We really appreciate it. It's brought to you by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. It's a great app. You need to go download that app. Um, go check it out. See for yourself. That's what we want you to do. Go, you know, go shopping around. Take a look at these lines. Um, see what they can do for you. See what, um, all the... All the options they might have for you for your uh, NFL betting weekend. Um, you know, the, the the bets are endless. The the parlays you can put together are endless. I'm a parlay builder. I, I, that's what I do. That's what I really love doing. Um, the Mav Sports app, man, it, it's a really good one. Um, like I said, there's a lot of choices out there, but you got to go find the places that you feel like you can win at. And like the apps and the boss, you feel lucky. I, that's what I feel like with Maverick. I've had success with them. I feel like I can win with them. And, I, you know, they've been my home through the, the early part of the college football season, NFL season. So um, appreciate you, Alex. Yeah, absolutely. What's the Twitter? Uh, A Becker Sports. Okay. Uh, check me and Alex out tomorrow, Mile High Sports, 10 to noon, like we said. Uh, Broncos Blitz Podcast, you can find it anywhere that you can find podcasts in the whole wide world of podcasting. Um, you found it somewhere, so you're listening to it. But if you go to milehighsports.com, you can find it in podcasts. You can find the radio show, though, in the radio on demand tab. Uh, that's it. It's been a good one. Shout out Total Bev. Um, shout out to uh, Maverick Sports. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.